Last Saturday at Wisconsin, the Cougars beat the sixth-ranked Badgers, shocking everyone but themselves. It'll be a double throw. The lateral to Hifa, wide open as Moroni Lulu-Pututau. Touchdown, Cougars on the trick play. Today, BYU returns home to Lavelle Edwards Stadium to host McNeese State. And the Cougars know they can't take this FCS team lightly. Every game's going to be Wisconsin for us. As our mindset. We know we're going against a different opponent. Really good team, undefeated. They're ranked in the FCS, and uh, nobody's taking it easy. Having already dropped a game at home, the Cougars will enter Lavelle Edwards Stadium, intent on protecting their home turf. Oh, that's one of our team goals, protect Lavelle's house. First game coming out, you know, that's really disappointing to come out like that. So uh, we're really motivated to keep that strong, keep that Lavelle's house. It's time for BYU football. As the Cougars face the Cowboys on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU football is brought to you by America First Credit Union, helping you achieve financial health. Les Olson Company, your office technology partner. Smith's, low prices, market fresh at Smith's. State Farm, talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. Also brought to you by Deseret First Credit Union, serving the LDS community. Now to bring you all of today's action, we head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort Broadcast booth and join Mark Lyons, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Today's alumni flag bearers here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Today's alumni flag bearers here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Cy Tautu, Alani Fua, Andre Naliai. As we get set for the coin toss, the referee is Brad Van Vark. He'll bring the captains to midfield. And BYU's captains today are the defensive captains. The linebackers, Butch Pau, Sione Takitaki, and Zane Anderson. Zane is not in uniform. He's got a jersey on, but he's not padded up. He will not play today, as Kalani Sitaki informed us a short time ago. Corbin Kafusi is the other defensive captain. The four captains for BYU. Two captains out there for McNeese. Mitchell Jurgens down at the field. Going to get his mic in for referee Brad Van Vark. The captain's now shaking hands. And then Mr. Van Vark will take over the coin toss and... Let's hear how it goes. Okay, McNeese, you're the visiting team. This is a heads. This is a tails. Heads, tails. What's your choice? Tails. Tails. Tails is the choice. It is a heads. You have the choice to open or defer to the second halver. You want to defer. BYU has won the toss and deferred their choice. Okay, which way do you want to kick it? All right, so BYU's decided to kick it from a north to south, left to right here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, and that is your coin toss that BYU wins and defers to half number two. Time now for today's Ken Garf. Keys to the game brought to you by Ken Garf Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen in Orem. Mark, what do you have for us today for keys to the game? Number one, you got to be ready at the start. you got to score if you get the ball first, and you have to force a stop against McNeese. McNeese has scored, as you mentioned earlier, on every first possession in games this year. And touchdowns on the first possessions. Yeah, uh, and McNeese scores 68 of their 88 total points in the first half. So you want to get a lead and uh, stay on top. Number two, protect the football. McNeese relies on turnovers. They have five fumble recoveries, four interceptions. And third, protect the quarterback, allow him time to throw. So uh, that's the one I'm most interested in is how well BYU protects Tanner Mangum today. McNeese is seventh in the FCS in turnover margin right now. As Mark references, a very aggressive defense has taken the ball away a ton in games one through three. Twelve consecutive weeks, McNeese has been in the FCS top 25. They come in ranked in the top 10, ninth and 10th. Those were your Ken Gar keys to the game. BYU, for the first time this season, has blue jerseys and white pants. 
along with their white helmets. McNeese in the road, gold pants and helmets with white jerseys. And BYU will kick it off from our left to our right. Ryan Ross and Benjamin Jones are back to return for McNeese. The Cowboys defending the goal to our right, and Andrew Mickelson will boot it away. Mickelson on the year. 13 kickoffs, just three touchbacks, but the coverage team has been excellent in pinning teams deep. Drives into it, and it's returnable from the 10-yard line, the 12-yard line between the hashes to the 20 to the 25, and out near the 30-yard line, stumbling past the 30 and finally to the ground. McNeese on the return to open the game nine seconds in. Now they start with great field position at the 33-yard line. Defensive starting lineup brought to you by America First Credit Union, Utah's top credit union. Kafusi Elbakri among defensive linemen up top. Shelton and Wilcox on the corners. Lee and Warner are the safeties. How available, but Pulsifer starts at middle linebacker as James Tabery throws to the far side and caught at the marker, very near the marker, for a first down chain mover to Parker Orgeron, son of LSU head coach Ed Orgeron. And they mark it a yard short. <laughs> so second and one, Bracken L. Bakri, Kyrus Tonga, Peely Kafusi, the rest of those front four. Taki 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 and Riggs Powell alongside. Pulsifer at middle linebacker. That's your America First defensive starting lineup for BYU. Tabry in the shotgun. Holds it out there for Justin Pratt. Needing just a yard. Pratt that and then some into BYU territory. The 49-yard line. So a nice first couple of plays for McNeese as they get to the BYU 49-yard line. McNeese was in a double slot. So a slot on the top and slot on the bottom. That widens out those linebackers and gives that back a little more room once he gets to the edge of the blockers in the line. Tabry in the gun. Justin Pratt to the right hip. Twins to the right, single wide left, and the throw underneath is caught on first and ten for a gain of nine once again to the 40-yard line. Kyron Sutton with the reception for McNeese. Good read by the quarterback as he saw they brought outside linebacker Blitz, and so he threw immediately to that vacated area to an open receiver for the catch. Sutton's leading receiver for McNeese, his 12th catch on the year. Second and one, once again, from the BYU 40. Tabry holds it out there for Sutton. Sutton's got the first down inside the 40 to the 37-yard line. First and 10, McNeese, as they approach scoring territory on the first drive. Again, they've scored TDs on their first possessions of all three games so far this season and moving it comfortably yeah. and quickly downfield against BYU. You know, that quick out pass is uh, something that you can just live on, but usually teams get tired of throwing it and they go to other things more exotic. But uh, right now they're pretty comfortable with that quick release throw to the wides. To the pistol with Ham. Behind Tabry, the wing back left is Lewayne Ross. A bootleg to the right. And the throw is over the head of the intended receiver and really could have and should have been picked up by Riggs Powell. Powell was more focused on the player and not the ball and just kind of saw the ball clap off his hands. Yeah, he saw it late and put his arm out and it hit right into his hand. Had he, uh, you know, recognized that ball was behind the receiver instead of immediately going to make the tackle, which is what you probably should be doing because you can't let him catch and go. But uh, he had an opportunity for a pick. Now they're behind the chains. Let's see what they do. Second and 10 from the 37. 
Tabry in the gun. David Ham to his right hip. Twins to the right. Wing back left. A quick throw to the far side. The wide receiver screen. Catch made and immediately tackle made by Chris Wilcox for a loss of one or two on the play. It'll go to third down and 11. Chris Wilcox, an immediate tackle of the receiver at the far sideline. Well, he read that screen so quickly and then just came up immediately before the ball was even released and uh, made a good, solid tackle. Wilcox, the 6'2", 195-pound junior with his 17th tackle on the season. Now third and 11, so the first real disadvantageous down-and-distance situation for McNeese. Tabry in the gun. Pratt to his left hip. He'll backpedal. Set to fire on third and 11. Loads up and throws incomplete behind Pratt. It'll drop to the turf and set up a fourth down and 11. It'll be a 55-yard field goal try, and there's a good chance that let's try and punt and pin here with that being a very long attempt, and Alex Chelston, his career long is 50. Wind is pretty brisk, but it's pretty much uh, from west to east. Well, the far side flags are going a little bit more south to north. Actually, Rayburn's long field goal try and make is 52. This would be 55. They'll punt it with Alex Chelston in the game. So Chelston, just inside his side of the 50, on 4th and 11 will look to punt and pin BYU. Take something off it. Andover and Wobbler drops inside the 10 at the far sideline, and the referee will, the official will step up to the six-yard line and call it good from there. So we'll stay right here. BYU first and 10 from its own six-yard line. So for the first time this season, McNeese has played an opening possession on offense and not scored a touchdown. And that makes it now 10 straight games that BYU's not allowed an opening drive touchdown. Mississippi State was the last team to do so 10 games ago last year. America First Credit Union starting lineup for BYU on offense brought to you by America First, Utah's top credit union. Tanner Mangum is your starting quarterback. I think they started on the sixth last week against Wisconsin, and they were in fly sweep. Christensen, Saliaponga, MP, Hodge, and Hoyt on the offensive line. Romney among the wideouts in the set, wides to either side. The tailback is Squally Canada. A motion hefo, fake fly sweep. Tanner backpedals to his end zone, goes over the top, and it is cut. Oh, it's dropped by Romney. Had it in his hands at midfield and dropped it. Tanner Mangum has thrown two perfect long balls in two home, home games here, and both have been dropped by the wide receivers with the ball between their two hands. Romney did a great job to get out and go. BYU did a, a good job of protecting Tanner Mangum. They went for the home run early that time. And uh, he just has to collapse. I do think that the second defender in knocked the ball out of his hands. Second and ten from the six. A motion. Receiver starts left and comes right. It's Dax Milne. And Milne, after starting to his left and then juking back to the right, takes the fly sweep handoff for a gain of eight. It'll be third down and two for BYU. Yeah, he just was uh, an arm's length away from each tackler as he got to the edge and then got upfield and did a good job to get rid of those guys and uh, ends up with the third and short. Two tights in the set, neither one named Matt Bushman, Moroni Lulu Pututau, and Dallin Holker, the tight ends, as they oh, uh, must have been a flag that I missed there. Yeah, they're explaining a penalty, but it must. So they're going to replace second down. So BYU accepted the penalty. Second and five instead of third and two. So second and five from the 11. They go offset eye with Holker as the fullback, Canada as the tail. They now shift and put Holker still as the full, but now to the left of Canada under center is Mangum. Second and five from the 11. 
Throw far flat to Holker. Complete for a first down and shoved out at the sideline, 20-yard line by Darian Dunn. It'll be first and 10, BYU. Give him the 21-yard line. So a chain move for BYU. The previous penalty was a McNeese offside that put BYU at second and five. Another fake the fly sweep, fake the handoff, and then uh, flip it to that lead fullback blocker who's wide wide open. Another penalty? No, he was explaining something. First down and 10 from the 21. Lone setback is Canada. Wides to either side, two to the right, single wide left. The short side for Mangum, setting up at the 20-yard line, far hash. A fly sweep motion with Hifo, fake it. And the lob down the far sidelines out of bounds. Intended for Moroni Laulu Pututa, but not thrown where he could catch it. Yeah, and he was well covered. He might have had a better option to try and throw deep post to a single cover man and just throw it out in front of everybody. Lopini Katoa checks in at running back. Micah Simon is in at wide receiver. BYU's first offensive possession. 10.55 to go in the opening quarter. 0-0, second and 10 Cougs, their own 21. Boy, BYU coming out to throw the football today, aren't they? Yeah, on that last play, Dylan Colley slipped behind the defense. I think uh, Tanner just must have missed him, uh, didn't see him, but that could have been a, a big one for, for the offense. Mangum goes to gun now. Katoa to his right hip for second and 10 Cougs at their own 21. Wing back left, wides to either side. McNeese brings five. Reverse fumbled by Simon. He is lit up as Kali took the end around. Reversed to Simon, who didn't collect cleanly. Dropped the ball, fell on it, and then picked up. Got hit as he did pick it up. Back to the nine-yard line. So third now and forever. Third and 22 as BYU runs the reverse. And Simon bobbled it, dropped it, got up with it, and got rocked. So BYU's had a wide receiver drop a bomb across the top. And then Simon bobbles the reverse. Boy, and the, you have to catch the ball. That's the first thing that you have to do. You know, you're so interested in getting out and running to the edge, but you have to catch the football first. Patella right hip of Mangum. Third down and 22 for BYU. Not a sharp offensive possession to open the game for the Cougs. Between the hashes, Mangum back to the goal line, throws underneath. Short pass caught and dropped for minimal wow. gain to the 12-yard line. Moroni Lulu Pututaus caught on the crosser. They had the screen all set up out there, and so... They uh, get down and block on the corner and the safety, and they were well blocked, and the ball is thrown to the man underneath, but the linebacker followed him all the way across and made a good tackle. Wide receivers in that series dropped a deep ball and bobbled a reverse. And I do think that ball by Romney was in his hands and could have been hauled in. Yes, it may have been knocked out, but got to squeeze it. Got to squeeze it. Catch it and put it away, right? Punt from the goal line. Hmm. Didn't get much of that. Almond. It's collected at the 45 and already midfield and into BYU territory goes Parker Orgeron. So McNeese will start at second possession on BYU's side of the field or right at midfield, depending on where they spot this one. Timeout on the field. 9.21 to go in the opening quarter. McNeese 0, BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Mark Lyons and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Whether business, pleasure, a football game, or the area's best attractions bring you to Provo, we can't wait to see you on your next adventure at the Courtyard Marriott. 9.21 to go in the opening quarter. Zeroes on the board. McNeese now starting its second possession with the ball right at midfield. That followed a 43-yard punt from Red Almond. Yeah. So they really get this good field position because of their first possession when they move the ball 30 yards into BYU's side of the field. Five-yard punt return by Parker Orgeron. Ryan Ross, the tailback to the right hip 
of Tabary. Tabary throws on the slant complete and inside the 30 to the 25-yard line of BYU goes Kyron Sutton. Yeah, they're really good in those twins. So they've got the wide slot out there, and they bring that man hard down on the slant. There's no safety that time for BYU. And so uh, when he gets a step coming off the line of scrimmage, that was a well-thrown pass to a guy on at full speed. 26-yard line, the spot, first and 10. Tabary Gunn gives to Ross. Ross goes to the right for three to the 22. They give him four to the 22 of BYU. 57-1, to one, the first quarter yardage in McNeese's favor. <laughs> 22-yard line of the Cougars, so McNeese threatening to go out up on top in this one, and Wisconsin opened up top last week in Madison. 8.30 to go in the opening quarter. Tabary settles in the shotgun. Ryan Ross on his right hip. Twins to either side. No tights in the set. Shotgun snap to the right-hander. Takes his drop. Pumps. Fires through the hands of Adam Pulsifer. Close to an interception for Pulsifer. It's incomplete. Oh, intended, yeah, that... intended recipient was Austin Nelson, the tight end. It'll go to sec- a third and six from the BYU 22. Zone coverage by BYU, and Pulsifer reads the eyes of the quarterback and sees that he's going to go to that curl route to that second receiver in, and Pulsifer's right there, got both hands up on the ball, but it uh, must have been a little bit too much speed for him to handle it. Again, Ross stays the tailback, wearing the bright blue shoes. Everyone else out there in white shoes. As Tabary again in the gun. Gives to Ross on third and six, and he won't get the first down. Yeah, Flying flies mask. at the end of it. Maybe a face mask at the end of it, Mark? What was yeah, it? Yeah, right. So when you're a little out of position when that guy makes his move and you reach out with your arm. You grab anything you can, and I'm pretty sure he grabbed his face mask. They keep the drive alive. Personal foul. Face defense number 16. Penalty will be half the distance to the goal and an automatic first down. Well, McNeese was about to be settling for a field goal try, you would think. They ran on third and six, got only a couple or three, but the talky-talky face mask, and all of a sudden it's first and goal, McNeese, inside the BYU 10. And they're pretty sharp. You know, the the line shows immediately, even if it's play-action pass, you can read through the offensive line as to whether it's going to be run or pass. They show pass blocking very quickly. And they show their run blocking as this drive. So uh, the secondary should be able to tell rather quickly whether it's run or pass by reading through the guards. A five-official conference over the ball right now as McNeese sets up in a power pistol with Tabary trailed by Ross. The other back is LeWayne Ross. So brother act, it is indeed brothers. They are brothers in the backfield right now. Ryan and LeWayne Ross in a power pistol strength right with two wide receivers to the right, tight end left. Inside the 10, the 9-yard line. First and goal. Snap. Tabary. Handoff Ross. Oh coming boy. to your side. Turns the corner. Dives for the pylon. And no signal. Did they call him out? Must have been just shy of the pylon. Neither of the officials on the goal line signaled touchdown. So may have just gone out shy. They'll mark him out. All the All way back at the, the 3. three yeah. wow, must have had a foot out there. Step out of the 3. So... It'll be second and goal from the three from McNeese with under eight to go in the opening quarter. Boy, great wall of blocking set up there by McNeese as that back just went laterally all the way to the sideline, and there were just a lot of blockers out in front helping him. A couple of linebackers have been in position to make a play on the ball, and neither one was able to squeeze it here. And then two wide receivers have dropped balls in the first part of the game, so not the sharpest of starts for BYU. As McNeese sets up now second and goal from the three, shotgun Tabary, Ross right hip. 
Handoff Ross, and Ross stumbles for no gain. Maybe a yard to the two. It'll be third and goal from the two for McNeese. Rick's Powell, the tackle for BYU. Unbalanced to the right. They had uh, the tackle over on the right side, and they ran right up in the middle. So uh, they're trying to get that overload on one side to have an extra blocker, and BYU played it quite well at the line of scrimmage. Shelton and Wilcox, the corners on either side. As McNeese looks at a third and goal from the two, the ball directly between the hashes, just a yard ahead of the PAT snap spot. In my opinion, you have to take away the slant route from all three of those receivers. Tabory gun. Ross, left hip, trips to the right. Tabory looks to the right, will throw, and well outside the back of the end zone. So almost looked like a throwaway as he just gunned it through the back right corner of the end zone. McNeese looking at a fourth and goal from the two is bringing the field goal unit on. So Gunner Rayburn will attempt off the hold from younger brother Bailey Rayburn to put the Cowboys on top. Yeah, it was a good stop for the defense there. Um, much needed. They, they, I mean, they came out and they look they look a little flat right now, kind of waiting for someone to make a big play to kickstart this this defense. May officially go as a 19-yarder for Gunnar Rayburn. Ball directly between the hashes. Brother Bailey places the ball. Kick is on its way and through for three. McNeese three, BYU zero. Timeout on the field with 6.38 to go in the opening quarter on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Just beginning the third quarter in Austin, it is number 17 TCU leading Texas 13-10. One final from earlier, number 19 Michigan defeats Nebraska 56-10. Cornhuskers now 0-3. Back over to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 0-3 for the first time since 1945, I believe. McNeese 3, BYU 0, 6.38 to go here in quarter number one. 48-yard drive inning and a 20-yard Gunner Rayburn field goal. Today's game brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 25 years not the sharpest of starts for BYU. McNeese has had the ball twice, BYU once. 66-1 to is the total yardage in the Cowboys' favor. Kickoff by Alex Chelston. And I love a Hifo from the goal line. Outside the far hashes and only the 10-yard line. So BYU has not had a solid field position to start this game. They'll be at their own 10-yard line here for possession number two. Good coverage by McNeese. Yeah, they want to... You know, one thing about scoring is you get that kickoff and you have a good chance to get the ball outside the 20-yard line, but here they are starting again from poor field position. Oh, wait, something happened. Kicking team number 27 be a five-yard penalty, and we will kick from the 30-yard line. So the Cowboys were offside, and they'll do it again. So BYU a chance to improve on that disadvantageous field position. We'll see what they can do with the mulligan here. And I think the Cougars kind of need a mulligan overall right now. They just have, I mean, whether it's uh, drop balls or face masks to prolong a drive, it's just, uh, it's been a, a pretty uh, sluggish and uh, not terribly focused start for BYU. And as you watch McNeese, uh, they're quick. They're hustling to the, you know, each play is uh, well executed. They seem pretty fast as they run the football. So, yeah, BYU's got to catch up. All right, Chelston will do it again. Five yards back. Again, Hefo and Hadley are the deep end off returners for BYU. From right to left, south to north on a sunny Saturday here in Provo. Chelston drives away. It's a much deeper kick, and 
he'll get 15 yards of field position on it. So instead of starting at the 10, they'll take the touch back out to the 25. So that was a uh, costly offside for McNeese. They lost 15 yards on that one play. 6.32 to go in the opening quarter. And BYU from the 25, first down and 10. And again, plays have been there to be made. You cannot fault uh, Tanner Mangum on either of the two really nice deep balls he's thrown down the middle, both home versus Cal and home versus McNeese. And neither wide receiver hauled the ball in on perfectly thrown balls over the top. And that came on the first series of today's game. That dropped near midfield. Mangum is under center as they go unbalanced strength left. They fly sweep Collie. They fake the jet. They give to Squally. And Squally has the ball knocked out. It's a fumble. And McNeese recovers at the 22-yard line of BYU. Hat straight on the ball as one of those tacklers comes into the line of scrimmage. Squally tries to adjust and get off to the other side to the line. And as he does so, that second tackler comes in and punches that ball free. Hmm. Rough first nine minutes for BYU here at home in every phase, Mark. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly right. They Got to figure McNeese, it out. 6.26 uh, to go here in the opening quarter. McNeese 3, BYU 0, and the Cowboys already in scoring territory. Somebody's got to make a play and flip momentum here for BYU. Yeah, McNeese is uh, pretty comfortable with everything they're doing. They've run the ball pretty well. Their quick release passes have been great. Tabry in the gun. Trips to the right. Quick fire to the right side. Wide receiver screen. There's a play made. Wilcox again. Second time they've thrown wide receiver screen to Wilcox's side. And for the second time, it's a loss on the play as Chris is right there to make the stop. Yeah, so <clears throat> the one thing they're trying to set up, or one thing they might look at is because Wilcox is so quick to close on that. Later on in this half, we're going to see him make that pump fake to that receiver, and he's going to run a stop and go, and Chris has got to be able to stop and run with him. Another tackle for loss for Wilcox and a wide receiver screen to his side. 5.52 to go in the opening quarter. Clock rolling under 5.50, and Tabry in the gun on second and 11. The handoff to Justin Pratt. Pratt coming to his left and is spun around, tripped up and brought down finally at the 18-yard line. Gain of five on the play as Pratt did a nice job stringing that play along and keeping it alive. Boy, I agree. He almost came out of those three guys that were tackling him. The last guy was able to hang on just long enough. He's 5'7", 205 pounds, so he is low to the ground. But you've got to make sure that you hit him well enough to take him off his feet. Third down and six for the Cowboys with 5.15 to go in the opening quarter. McNeese leading BYU by a score of 3-0. From the 18-yard line of BYU... It's Tabory shotgun, Pratt left hip, twins to the right, single wide left, short side, ball near hash for Tabory. Receives a shotgun snap, takes three-step drop, the right-hander loads up, pressure comes in, a flag is thrown, hits the quarterback as he throws to the far boundary, and it is incomplete at the far sideline. So you, and that flag came as pressure came in on Rabe, on uh, Tabory. So do you take the hold and move him back 10 yards, or do you see if they can kick it from where they are? It was Kairos Tonga that got in and slapped at the feet of Tabari. And BYU's Kalani Satake is telling the official of his decision on the far sideline. Holding Holding. offense, number 55. That penalty is declined, brings up fourth down. So they'll make it a 35-yard field goal attempt for McNeese to increase the lead from 3 to 6 nothing, And Gunnar Rayburn is back. Yeah, that's a tough decision. Looking to score for a second time. So the spot will be right at the 25. 
And his brother Bailey will hold again. It's a hash line kick for Gunner. 4.53 to go in the opening quarter. McNeese up 3-0. This to double the margin. Snap to Bailey Rayburn. The kick by Gunner Rayburn. And it looks wide left, and it is. So BYU comes out of that clean. Boy, no great. points allowed after the squally Canada fumble gave the Cowboys the ball inside the BYU 25-yard line. Nice hold there by the BYU defense. Timeout on the field. 4.48 to go in the opening quarter. McNeese 3, BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. To BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Utah Community Credit Union is the number one mortgage provider in Utah Valley with home buying experts at work in every branch. So if you're thinking of buying or refinancing a home, talk to us. It's what we do. We'll see what the Cougars do here with 4.48 to go in the opening quarter, trailing at 3-0. And McNeese had a great opportunity to expand yeah. the lead and got nothing out of that last possession well, despite getting the ball inside the 25 to start a, that series. Not only that, the last drive was at the two-yard line. Uh, they could be up at 14-0 and... Uh, they're probably feeling pretty good and a little disappointed at the points, but uh, BYU's now's the time to jump on. Squally fumbled BYU's last play. He's not in the game. Lopini Katoa, the lone setback. They motion Hifo. Fake fly sweep. Give Pini to the middle, and Lopini Katoa has a nifty gain of eight yards. Seven or eight up the middle with 4.40 to go in the opening quarter. Katoa on the carry, and Trent Jackson on the tackle for McNeese. 27-yard line. It'll be a gain of seven, second down and three. Uh, Katoa was through the line quick enough that he didn't have much chance to make a move on the safety. So he tried to give him the left leg limp and cut to the right, and the safety was right in his midsection. Katoa stays in. They wing back it to the right, wides to either side, tight end left. Tanner's under center. Second and three from the BYU 27. Motion Hifo, deep drop. They set up screen, and it is incomplete and almost intercepted as the ball, I think, batted off of yeah. Christensen. So I mean, not Christensen, Hoyt. It's and that's el- an ineligible receiver. Right. Yeah, he was trying to get the ball out there to Katoa, but he hit his <laughs> lineman first. There is no foul on the play. Third down. Okay. They've thought about it, and uh, the ball did bang off Hoyt. It sets up a third down and three. Screen was the play, but it didn't go the way the Cougars designed it, as Milne and Hefo will check out. They bring in oh. Romney. I know why it wasn't, is the defender hit the ball first before it hit the So deflected lineman. on its way to, to Hoyt. Yeah, right. Simon Romney... And Bushman, the trips to the left. Tight end right is MLP with Katoa in the backfield. Mangum, third down and three. They give to Lopini Katoa. He's got the first down coming near side. Sideline and more. Lopini Katoa outside the 40-yard line. A 15-yard gainer for Lopini Katoa. With 4.02 to go in the opening quarter. BYU's best play of the day. Boy, well, has a nice job of blocking on the right side of the line. And uh, Katoa did a job... Uh, Quickly gets to the line of scrimmage and was already turned upfield. Squally didn't help himself with the fumble, and they brought in Katoa for the next series, and it's been Alopini and doing good things with it. Mangum in the shotgun with Katoa to his right hip. Trips left, including a wing receiver, Hifo. Flex tight to the right. Shotgun for Mangum, first and 10 at the BYU 32. Jet sweep give to Hifo. Has to get through one tackle, but not a second. No gain on the play. In fact, a loss of one on the fly sweep to Hifo. It'll be second and 11. Christian Jacobs, the tackle for McNeese, which plays in a 4-2-5. Two linebackers, five DBs. See, and that's that defensive lineman who shoots a gap. They're so quick as they uh, just take an angle and shoot through a gap. And he came through clean. Uh, missed assignment or missed opportunity for BYU to make a block 
If uh, Hifo gets to the edge, he has a chance to make some yards. Katoa alone set. Wide receiver and wing back right. They motion the wing back Kali as Tanner steps up and throws underneath to Moronaila Ulupututau, settled in a soft spot and made the catch, gain of six. It'll be third down and five oh, for BYU with the 47-yard line. Yeah, he was way up. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, nice throw by Tanner. He, that time they looked at a zone defense from McNeese. McNeese is going to take a timeout. It helps BYU. They were confused in their formation. McNeese State calls their first time out of the half. It'll be 30 seconds in length. So we won't leave any. You will stay right here with 2.32 to go in the opening quarter. McNeese 3 and BYU 0. Cougars facing a third down and 5. BYU's 1 for 2 on third downs today. Converting on third and 3. And then missing on that uh, third and forever. I think it was third and 22 earlier in this first quarter. So it is BYU and McNeese in a low scoring game. In the latter part of the first quarter of play. Greg Grubel and Mark Lyons with you up top. And... Mitchell Jurgens down on the field in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Boy, BYU's moved the ball 25 yards in this drive, but it's been hard, hasn't it? They, they're just chipping away and uh, not getting any big chunks. And 25 yards equals BYU's total yardage gained in the quarter. The yardage is 70 to 25 in McNeese's favor. McNeese has had the possession edge as well. BYU nearing midfield. Third down and five. The BYU 47. Tanner Mangum shotgun. He's got Katoa to his left hip. He's got twins to the right. A tight end and a wide receiver left. Ball between the hashes. Tanner in the gun. McNeese blitzing. As Tanner steps up and under pressure throws downfield. Deflected ball. Incomplete pass. Well, they brought them all, didn't they? Now, now that's the thing that's scary is that you see McNeese. uh, They're just going to play man cover on every receiver. And they're saying that the pressure put on the quarterback is going to create enough havoc that he's going to throw an incomplete Number pass. Number three of McNeese State must leave the game with an equipment violation. Mangum three for seven at 19 yards, and BYU will at least get some field position on the punt. Parker Orgeron is back to return as Rhett Almond awaits the long snap. Or is it Danny Jones out there? It is Danny Jones, the Australian, getting his first punt. A rugby to the left. An end over render, not terribly deep, but gets a decent bounce to the 15. And it's down, the, it's uh, kneeled there. It'll be first down and 10 for McNeese at the 15. So the first punt for the Aussie, Danny Jones, did not make a kick in the first three games. They bring him out there, and he rugbyed it to the left and will set McNeese up just outside at the Cowboys' 15-yard line. He had to be uh, pretty tempted to run that, Greg, because there was only, everybody peeled out from that side. I think uh, most teams know that you have a right-footed kicker and so usually that rugby comes from the other side so when he goes to the left side to kick that football there was only one guy out there and I thought he was in his retreat mode they spot the ball at the 16 first and 10 pistol with ham behind Tabry they motion out ham he stops and receives the handoff from Tabry and ham has himself a Nifty gain of nine yards out to the well, 25 yard line towards Ill- the tackle he's illegally in motion however Moving forward. Yeah, so he moved forward and uh, didn't get a chance to set up for a second. Illegal motion, offense, number 32. The running back was moving forward at the snap. Five-yard penalty, replay, first down. So the first down and 15, back at the 11 of McNeese. 
2-10 to go in the opening quarter. Third penalty against the Cowboys. McNeese with a 3-0 lead on BYU. Boy, again, another long run, 10 yards. I'm just really surprised that uh, McNeese is having the success running the football. What the Cougars haven't done a real good job of in the Kalani Sitake era is getting out strongly. BYU's had a first quarter lead. That is a lead after one quarter only six times in 29 games. And they're trailing late in the first quarter of this one. Tabry goes under center with Ham as the lone setback, and we've got another flag. Another motion on McNeese. False start. False start. Offense number 61. Five-yard penalty. Still first down. First down and 20 now back at the six. So penalties piling up for the visitors from Lake Charles. And Tabory will go to shotgun on first and 20. David Ham off his right hip. A yard in arrears. The handoff to Ham. Ham going right and right into the arms of Sione Taki Taki. Taki Taki makes the tackle for a loss of one on the play. Second and 21 with 90 seconds to go in the opening quarter. That was a much better job by that defensive front. Met every one of those linemen. Stood them up straight. Taki Taki on the edge. Comes across. Makes a solid tackle this time. Yeah, the crowd's finally helping uh, yeah. the defense out a bit. It was, it was a little quiet start, uh, but they're they're getting loud, and, and uh, I think the defense is catching that momentum. This is Kalani Sitake's 30th game as head coach. The opponent has scored first in 19 of the 30 games, this being the 19th of those. McNeese up 3-0, under a minute to go in the opening quarter. Tabory in his own goal line and throws near sideline. It is caught at the 20 spinning out of a would-be tackle to the 22-23 yard line on second and 21, setting up a third down and short as Kylan Hyshaw made the catch and then stepped out of a tackle from Keenan Ellis. Boy, just way too much room out there, you know. And teams think about they have a long way to go, so they back off their corners a little bit. That receiver had too much room just to straight run off and set up his route and square out, and the ball was perfectly thrown for that completion. From second and 21 to a third and three. Last week, Wisconsin went from a third and 19 to a fourth and one. And this was a similar big gainer. McNeese has not converted a third down, though, mind you. 0 for 3, third and 3 from their own 23. Play fake. Deflection. Flag flies as the ball falls incomplete to a receiver 15 yards downfield. And I did think it was deflected, so there shouldn't be a flag. I didn't think, unless they're calling a hold before the throw. throw. He called it hold instead of interference. Mm, Then that would do it. Holding, defense number 11, be 10-yard penalty from the previous spot and an automatic first down. Well, McNeese had a second and 21 and moves the chains. Earlier, it was a face mask that prolonged a drive, and this time it's a holding after second and 21 went to third and three. And so McNeese, with three seconds to go in the opening quarter, will end the first quarter with the lead, and BYU... We'll head to quarter number two behind, as they have been much of the time in the last three seasons. They just don't end up with first quarter leads very frequently. Tabory shotgun. Three seconds to go in the opening quarter. Play fake. Deep drop. Throws to the far sideline. Man's open at the boundary and steps out after a gain of nine. Close to a first down. That was the final play of quarter number one. Nate Briscoe makes the catch. After one quarter of play, McNeese three, BYU zero. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Well, BYU will be expected to reverse this trend today, but BYU has lost five consecutive games when trailing after the first quarter, and BYU is trailing after the first quarter. 3-0 to McNeese. First quarter numbers show BYU with 25 yards of total offense. Six rush, 19 pass. McNeese, 86 yards, 29 rush, and 67 pass. BYU football brought to you in part by Ken Garf. Looking to score on a new car? Visit Ken Garf Nissan Orem on University Parkway or visit KenGarfNissanOrem.com for the latest deals. We hear you. Well, McNeese was backed up to first and 20 from its own six-yard line, and now here they are second and one from their own 42. The defense did a, the three and out was the fumble recovery that they made from BYU and in great field position. So that three and out forced them into a field goal, which they missed. So other than that, McNeese has been able to put together first downs, good drives, even in this last possession where they've had really bad field position and bad down and distance, come up with a big play and uh, get out. So the secondary is a little bit too far off on the longer ball downfield, but they've done a nice job on the short routes. Now they are... McNeese started great with their short pass game. 